Welcome to Pathfinder Academy. Class is now in session. Here are your professors, Caleb and Christian. Good morning, class. You may be seated. Today's lesson is on the War Priest. This is part of our ACG series covering all the new classes added in the Advanced Class Guide. And it's the last one. Yeah, we finally got through it after how long? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. The War Priest is the child class of the Cleric and the Fighter. The Cleric is this person who's devout to a deity or an ideal, and they manifest powers and spells to that end. And the Fighter is... The, the fighter, you know what the fighter does. He right. hits things, wears armor, wields weapons. We're going to find that the war priest being a combination of them both, it, the way they manifest that is it's still someone devout to a deity or an ideal, but when they manifest their spells and powers, for the most part, it's to buff themselves so they can smack people. Now, I thought the cleric was a pretty capable fighter already. They can be, but this is more focused to being a martial combatant kind of thing okay. the cleric can be a full spellcaster and focus only on spells they can focus on buffing themselves and waiting in the battle but this is specifically for that and it caters to that id so let me tell you what i'm thinking of before we even start looking at this i want to see good action economy because one of the problems with buffing yourselves is if you spend five rounds buffing yourself with only being able to cast one spell around by the time you're ready to get into the battle, your allies have either taken care of anything or they're in dire need of help. Then you're going to be very, very happy. Oh, great. Um, this way this ends up actually working, like the way I played a war priest, I have a lot of experience now, I just finished a short campaign as a war priest. They actually play more similarly to Inquisitors and in that they ramp up as the battles go on. You know, the Inquisitor judges someone and then they bane weapon them and then they might cast buff spells on themselves and they get stronger as the fight goes on the war priest is actually very similar to that excellent i'm looking forward to seeing that so let's go straight into their uh class chassis what they're built out of chassis isn't a chassis i don't know well isn't that when it's in plural chassis i don't know <laughs> i'm like 90 percent sure it's chassis all right let's go Listen, with that hooked on phonics guy we really do have the worst people here because I can't spell anything. <laughs> like, even the word anything is tough for me. You can't pronounce anything together with our powers combined. We are less than adequate. <laughs> so, the War Priest has a D8 hit die. Yeah, he does. The in-between. He gets two skill points per level. He's got a very small list of class skills. Mostly all the cleric class skills, which was small to begin with, and then intimidate from fighter. Yeah, like those weren't the parent classes aren't classes that have a ton of class skills. Yeah, this isn't you're not gonna be a skill monkey when you're a war priest. You're gonna be hitting people. Maybe you're not. They have three force B A B, but we will see that there is a class ability they have that treats them as if they were full B A B. Good, because I'm already scared. Three fourths B A B for something that's gonna be kind of pretty much just a fighter. I'm scared. Don't be. I'm telling you, don't me. They get two good. Fine, sa- I won't. <laughs> they get two good saving throws, a fortitude saving throw, and will saving throw. So you're not good at reflex saves, which who cares? <laughs> That's not a big deal. And they are prepared casters, like the cleric, and it is wisdom based. And we'll see exactly how that works when we get into their class abilities. All right. He's proficient with all simple martial weapons, as well as the favorite weapon of his deity, getting that from the cleric, and with all armor, getting that from the fighter. And shields. Except tower shields. No, he's got the fighter. <laughs> you just pick a deity with tower shield as okay. their favored weapon. <laughs> and just like the cleric, if you worship a deity with unarmed strike as their favorite weapon, then you get the improved unarmed strike as a bonus feat. 
I don't think Clark gets that. I, I, think that? This, I think this is specifically a War Priest thing. Maybe Monk gets something like that? There's somebody gets something like well, that. Well, Monk gets improved on own strike. Just for the heck of it. But if you were a cleric who worshipped Arori, the monk god, kind of, you didn't get improved on armed strike, I don't believe. Okay. Well, fine. So this is a really front-loaded class. We're going to go into level one, and there's going to be a lot of stuff here. Cool. And they're actually really true to the fighter and the cleric, and that when you look at the cleric's class tables, they got, like, two class abilities. They got all their domains at the beginning, and then they got, like, their level eight domain powers, and that's about it. And then they have channel energy. And even fighters, a lot of their stuff when they leveled up was just more feats. Armor training, bonus feats, and weapon training is really it. So we're going to see that it actually follows, like, the same almost progression as them. Cool, because something that interests me in the fighter is how simple it is and how customizable it is. Maybe this will also reflect the same thing. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh, you're like, you'll be happy. You will not be happy. <laughs> you'll get some of what you want, but not all of it. So we mentioned their spell casting. It's wisdom-based, and you use the cleric spell list, except you only get up to level 6 cleric spells. You have a slightly diminished spell casting capability as compared to the cleric. Since you only get up to level 6 spells, that means at most you would ever need 16 wisdom to cast all of the applicable spells for War Priest, meaning that your wisdom requirements are slightly lowered for War Priest, meaning you can put more points into physical capabilities. That makes sense. You also carry over the spontaneous casting ability of the cleric, in that, depending on your deity, whether they're good or evil, you can drop any spell you have prepared to spontaneously cast either cure light wounds or inflict light wounds based on your deity. Cool. They have an aura just like a cleric. You have some sort of aura of good or evil or strongly neutral (laughs) Uh, based on your deity and based on your level. So if people use certain detect spells on you, they'll be like, ooh, this is a holy devout person or an unholy devout person. Their next class ability is called Focus Weapon. Uh, You pick a weapon. It does not have to be your deity's favorite weapon, but you pick any weapon and you get weapon focus as a bonus feat for that weapon. And this goes hand-in-hand with their next ability, Sacred Weapon. And this is one of War Priest's defining abilities. Whenever the War Priest wields either their deity's favorite weapon or any weapon at which they have weapon focus as a feat for, that is considered a Sacred Weapon for the War Priest. The first ability that Sacred Weapon gets is kind of like the Monk's Unarmed Strike that we mentioned. The monk's fist does more damage as they level up. They get their little own little table, and it says, you know, at level 1, your fists do 1d6. At level 6, they do 1d8, so on and so forth. The war priest has his own little table for his sacred weapons that say, at level 1, your sacred weapon, instead of doing its regular damage, may deal this damage, which is 1d6 for a medium creature and 1d4 for a small creature. And then that goes up as they level up every 4 or 5 levels. But what if their weapon is already doing that? You can choose just not to do it. Okay. It'll eventually go stronger than most weapons. For instance, at level 20 for the War Priest, uh, your, any of your sacred weapons are doing 2d8 damage. Interesting. I like the flexibility. If I have a weapon that does something else that I want to do instead, I can do that. Or I can like flavor it where I'm playing with a, a pitchfork and it's doing 2d8 <laughs> points of damage. I'm the awesome farmer. <laughs> yeah. War if, Priest. If you have a deity you want to play as and they have a really wimpy weapon like a dagger or like a blow dart gun, right. you can pick up the War Priest and hit people really hard with a dagger. Or you can just do like cool flavoring if you want to be like the Angel of Death or something and have a scythe. Scythe's 
have a limit of how much damage it can do, but now you can do all this damage. Not just the level 1 ability of Sacred Weapon. Uh, once you hit level 4, it gets a new ability. And this is very similar to the Magus's uh, Weapon Enhancement ability. A number of rounds equal to your Warpriest level, you can enhance one of your Sacred Weapons as a swift action. And this is where some of the action economy is coming in. You can add a plus one enhancement bonus to your weapon at level four, and that goes up every few levels. And then you have a subset of enhancements you can put on the weapon. You can put stuff like flaming. You can put stuff like holy if you worship a good deity. You can... It's all dependent on the type of deity you worship. So evil deities get stuff like unholy, and they get vicious and things like that. Didn't the it's been, we're literally on the last one, so it's hard to remember. Didn't the Arcanus get something like this that we hated because it was for the Arcanus? Yes, they, it's very similar to this. So like the, they probably made it for the war priest and like eh, we can just throw it to the Arcanus. <laughs> he needs one more. He, he can use it. <laughs> Let's make him the blade adept or whatever that stupid archetype was. <laughs> now the big difference between this and those abilities is that. Once the Warpriest activates this for the first time a day, you, you don't have to use the rounds consecutively. You can use one or two rounds in one fight and then save it for later fights, the rest of the rounds. But once you make the first choice, suppose you say the weapon's going to be a flaming weapon once I enhance it, for the rest of the day, whenever you activate Sacred Weapon, it is going to be a flaming weapon. Gotcha. So you have to pick kind of the ubiquitous stuff that's useful in most combats because you don't know what you're going to run into. The next class ability they get is Blessings, and this is analogous to Cleric's Domains. You pick two Blessings, which are basically domains associated with your deity, and you get powers based on those Blessings. You get a power at level 1, and you get a new power at level 10 for each of your Blessings. These are usable a number of times per day, equal to one half your level, plus your wisdom modifier. So this looks like this is the real uh, flavor tester you can do here. This is where I can customize my cleric to be special. Your war priest, yes. Sorry, my war priest. <laughs> He's already, you're already mistaking him for the other <laughs> class. <laughs> a lot of the blessings are swift actions. The war priest swift action economy slot is very, very heavily used in this class. So a lot of them are swift actions, buff yourself, buff your weapons. No, you might consider doing. You might consider house ruling that you can, like, substitute a move action for a swift action. You know where we cover up that house rule in our episode House Rules, which is coming up really soon. Ah! I think that would absolutely break the War Priest. Done. It's a rule. <laughs> it would be so broken on the War Priest. So, for instance, if you worship, say... Saren Ray, the goddess of redemption, and she also likes the fire and or the sun. You could have, since she's a good deity, you could have bro, the. Do you even worship the sun, bro? <laughs> exactly. You could have the good domain because she's a good deity. You could have the fire domain, or excuse me, blessing. You can have the good blessing. You can have the <laughs> fire blessing. Justice demands retribution. <laughs> Justice reigns from above. Have you played that game? No. Nah. Have you played Overwatch? No, but I've seen there, it. <laughs> it is, Wait, do you have the beta? Uh, I, I got the free weekend. I don't um, have it anymore. But the game has great, it's fantastic sound design, but it's a bit repetitive. Whenever you ulti, you always say the same thing. Right. It makes sense because you want people to quickly be able to identify, oh, this ultimate is going off. There's one guy, uh, when his ultimate goes off, as long as he can see somebody, in about two seconds he can instant kill you. And so you hear... Is that uh, McCree? Yep, you hear, it's high noon. So when you hear that, you run away. 
if he said like a million different things, you'd never know. Like, oh, that's a nice little flavor text. Oh, and I'm dead. So there's this one lady. Her name is Farah, And what she does is she flies into the sky and then just shoots down a million little missiles. And she always goes, justice reigns from above. I don't think I need an audio cue for that one. But be- because it's <laughs> – where are these missiles coming from? If only there was an audio cue to tell me. But because the line is so long – it's constantly cut off when somebody kills her before she gets it off. Justice rates. Uh, <laughs> justice rates. Uh, every time. Whenever I watch it, all I know is I hear, in my sights. They're in my sights. <laughs> yeah, They're yeah, in yeah, my yeah. sights. Like, there's in, two people with that line. They keep one saying. shot, one kill. <laughs> <laughs> or, or everyone's favorite. Cheers, love. The cavalry's arrived. Love Tracer. <laughs> Let's do that again. I, you know, I bet every single British person goes, yes, that's exactly a great representation of our culture. Cheers, love! Huh? <laughs> Overwatch. It was a lot of fun. Team Fortress 2, a lot. The last class ability, the War Priest gets at level 1, is a bonus language. As your bonus language, when you make your character, you can select Abyssal, Celestial, or Infernal, in addition to what other bonus languages you can select. Cool. Not particularly exciting, but flavorful. Definitely. Now that's everything at level one. Like we said, level one's front loaded. You got your sake, your weapon stuff, and your spell stuff, and your blessings, and you're good to go at level one. But level two is where you get an incredibly important ability, and probably the most distinctive ability of the war priest. And this is called fervor. You get an amount of fervor that I think is one half your level plus your wisdom modifier per day, and it's like a pool of points. When you read the class ability, it's really boring at first, and I completely overlook this when I first read it, because it's like, oh, you can expend a use of fervor to heal someone, kind of like lay on hands, and you can later use it to channel positive energy, and it's depending on your deity, you can also do negative energy, and it's 1d6 per half of your level. I was like, okay, whatever, it's lay on hands, don't care. But at the bottom of the description, they put the actually important use of this ability in that as a swift action, a war priest can expend one use of fervor to cast any war priest spell they have prepared as a swift action. This spell can only target themselves, and it would normally target multiple people. It still only targets them. It doesn't invoke an attack of opportunity. It doesn't have any somatic components. So you, like you said, your, your action economy, you don't want to spend rounds buffing yourself. You can buff yourself as a swift action with any spell on your spell list. You basically get quicken spell for free uh, certain times per day. Quote, the war priest does not need to have a free hand to cast a spell in this way. Unquote. Excellent. That sounds awesome. It's amazing. It is the, like I said, this is the defining class ability of the war priest. Without this, you'd be like, exactly what you said. Isn't this just a cleric? Mm -hmm. Clerics are already fighters. This changes how you can build the war priest in that you're not going to be casting save or die spells. You don't need a really high DC for your spells. So you can keep your wisdom just low enough to cast all of your buff spells on yourself, put all your other points into physical attributes, swift action buff yourself, and run at people with the strongest buffs you can find in the cleric spell list. And there's a lot of really good ones. Righteous Might. As a swift action, you double in size and you get a gigantic buff to yourself. Even simple stuff like Divine Favor makes you very, very powerful. Christian, you used the term save or die, and earlier you've used the term save or suck. Uh, In case somebody doesn't understand what that is, let me define that. Save or die or save or suck means that this spell is really powerful 
and either it's going to be a game changer or I'm going to waste all of my turns. And there's no in-between. There's no like, oh, well, you kind of saved. You do half damage from the fireball. It's either I dominated you or I did nothing. Either I instant killed you with a dragon attack of some kind or you got away scot-free. And when you use those abilities, you typically want to have a really, really high saving throw DC so that they they don't suck. Save, yeah. <laughs> you want the die portion of it to go off, but the War Priest doesn't need that because buff spells don't care about how much wisdom you have. They don't care about the DC. You're just buffing yourself. So that was level two. At level three, we're getting... Wow, only level two, huh? Yeah. Cool. Uh, at level three, you're getting stuff from your fighter parent class. You start getting bonus feats. You get one bonus feat at level three. and there you go, son. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> And every three Papa? levels after. Thanks, Papa. <laughs> now, the important thing about these bonus feats is that when you get these bonus feats, you treat your BAB as full BAB for purpose of prerequisites. So if something at level three required three BAB, which isn't really a big one, you could take it. If something at level six, which this is the really important one, requires you to have six BAB, you can take it. And six BAB has all the really important ones. It has many shot if you want to be an archer. It has Vital Strike. It has all the improved combat maneuvers, or excuse me, all the greater versions of the combat maneuvers at 6 BAB. Excellent. I uh, would have been upset if this wasn't here. <laughs> oh, great. I'm a combat class, 3 4 BAB. Hope I don't want any feats anytime soon. <laughs> you also treat your War Priest level as your fighter level for feat prerequisites, so you can take a lot of the fighter feats as well. Interesting. I do want to make a note here, because this is the build I did when I made my War Priest. The Human Favored class bonus gives you plus one six of one of these bonus feats, which means at level six, if you take that Favored class bonus every level, you get two full BAB feats at level six, which is a huge power spike and allows you to be a very, very competent martial character. Papa, papa, they, they, they won't let me have this feat, papa. I want this feat, papa. <laughs> Don't worry, son. I'll handle it. But I want this feat, and I want it now. Oh, Veruca. Here you go. Veruca? <laughs> yeah, Veruca Salt from uh, oh. uh, Willy Wonka, oh, you know? Wonka, yeah. I want it, Daddy. I want it now. <laughs> Come on, get up in your, your 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 culture that happened very early in our lifetimes. I think Gene Wilder's cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a cool bro. I'd hang yeah. on. I'd have a beer with him. <laughs> I'd vape with him. <laughs> I'd go to a vape cafe with him. Meet him sucking down on one of those things. Are there vape cafes? <laughs> Sir, where have you been? Not Obviously. in vape cafes. <laughs> Not on the Atlantic City boardwalk. I don't... <laughs> I've never smoked. My my uh, my family history is flooded with people who died from cancer because they smoked. And when vaping, I'm like, vaping, this looks cool. I need to know if I can do this. And I've yet to find any conclusive research of whether or not we can do this without dying. <laughs> I don't even want the nicotine, just like candy, sucking on, you know, like apple pie flavor, whatever, right? It's like the but, air bars at the packs. The, the <laughs> oxygen the bars. Yeah, 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 the boardwalk. But I can't find any research. Everything's like, well, it's still ongoing. Well, I... I'm not going to give it the benefit of the doubt. I'm guessing vapor and lungs, not like your lungs usually not very fond of water, doesn't react great with that. I just need an answer. Come on, government, get on that. I want to vape. I want to be a vape. I want to be all- the first time I was in, I was in community college and uh, here in New Jersey. <laughs> and I just, I just saw smoke coming from the computer lab. Again, I was a computer science major. I'm like, why is there smoke in the computer lab? I look over at this guy's smoking. I'm like, 
bro, what are you doing? It's like, don't worry, it's not smoke. Like, that was his <laughs> entire explanation. I'm like, um, okay, what is it? Are you the Riddler? I don't... <laughs> If I'll solve his riddles three, I'll tell you what I'm vaping. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and and so, like, the teacher's like, I asked him, I'm like, what is this? And he's like, vaping. And, like, he was being dodgy. finally gave me all the answers. The teacher goes, what are you doing? Vaping. Okay. <laughs> there was, like, no. She's, like, didn't care. Listen, it's a community college. I'm not getting paid enough for this. Just don't set me on fire. <laughs> to the war priest. Yeah. Definitely a vapor. <laughs> That's how he communes. He puts a little something extra in there. He communes with his deity. It's called fervor, but it's really supposed to be vapor. We just misspell it. <laughs> expecting. That's how he does it. He takes a puff on that stick. All right, but it doesn't sword, require. It doesn't going. require a free hand, though. The sword actually isn't flaming. He just thinks it is. He's totally out it's of. It's not his a mind. drug. You know, he puts stuff in that. That way he can commune. Come on, it's like a Native American here. Level four. <laughs> level four, you can channel positive energy by expending two uses of fervor. Vapor. Who cares? <laughs> um, you want to be spending all your uses of fervor to buff yourself. This is nice option to have, and I like to have this option. When I played War Priest, I ended up doing this every well, so often. Especially for mass healing. Yeah, I mean, it's still not great. You probably you can just have a wand, but it's okay. But again, your fervor is super important. Listen, I you want it- as much fervor as you can get. I've run enough campaigns and listened to enough campaigns where it's uh, you don't know where you are. All your equipment's gone. You don't know who's next to you when you have amnesia. You want to have some abilities on you that doesn't require you to have any items. Oh, important to note, uh, unlike the cleric channel positive energy, this uses your wisdom modifier for the DC instead of your charisma modifier. So unlike cleric you don't need charisma to be good at channel pausing energy you already want some of your wisdom and you're already using that for your channeling hi i'm caleb and i'm dom and i'm david and we're a part of the trailblazers podcast what is trailblazers you're asking yourself right now well our podcast is difficult to describe yeah it's kind of like a senate meeting except with less filibusters and more rolling for initiative it's like going to the movies except instead of watching professional actors create compelling storylines you're listening to a bunch of guys just pretending to be professional actors it's sort of like going skiing with your friends if your friends are able to cast spells wield swords and there was no skiing involved it's like going to court, but with less arguing and... Wait, no. There's probably about the same amount of arguing. It's like going to the bank, but instead of tellers behind the windows, it's just three guys role-playing. So if any of that sounds good to you, then you'll love our actual play podcast where we get together and play the Pathfinder role-playing game. We'd love to have you guys join us every Tuesday right here on the Trailblazer Network. Hope to see you there. So wait, it's just a couple of guys playing Dungeons & Dragons? No, 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 are no, you no, crazy? It's called Pathfinder. What, are you trying to get us sued? Now we're going to skip straight from level 4 to level 7. Well, let's talk about level 5 real quick. Level 5, you get uh, 2d6 for your fervor. That's if you use healing for it, yeah. Right. So we're going to skip from level 4 to level 7. In between level 4 and 7, you're getting more bonus feats. Your, the amount of healing your fervor does goes up. And of course, you're getting new spells and spell slots every level. But level 7... Like you get Sacred Weapon, now you get Sacred Armor. Unlike Sacred Weapon, there's no prerequisite to having to take Weapon Focus or anything, or like Armor Focus or anything like that. You Just any wet armor you're wearing can be Sacred Armor. You activate it as a swift action, just like Sacred Weapon. 
and you add a plus one to plus whatever bonus to your armor, and there's a list of options you can choose. Stuff like energy resistance, which is a very versatile ability, spell resistance, glamour. Another new way to get spell resistance. Mm-hmm. It's unlike sacred weapon. This is a minute a war priest level instead of a round of war priest level. So you can basically have this a- active for most of a day's combat. That makes sense because you don't want in the middle of a combat like, oh, I'm gonna glamour my weapon for my armor for one round. It's <laughs> it's as good outside of combat. Like we need to sneak, we need to get into the mayor's office to murder him. Do you have any weapons on you? Glamour your armor. You can glamour it for a couple minutes. It'll get you in there. Mm-hmm. Glamour. If you don't know what glamour is, you just change to look like something else. So now it's an illusion. I'm covered in kittens. <laughs> <laughs> you can come in, sir. Please do. <laughs> now we have like. Eight things that use our swift action slot right now. We got our fervored spells use our swift action. Our sacred weapon uses our swift action. Most of our blessings use our swift action. And now our sacred armor uses our swift action. That's four things that use our swift action slot. And that's not including any feats you might pick that use up your swift action. There is a little extra sentence on, on sacred armor that says... When you activate Sacred Armor, you can spend one use of Fervor to also activate Sacred Weapon as a free action. That's cool. So you can do both of them at once if you need to. How much, how much Fervor do you get again? Uh, one half your War Priest level plus your Wisdom Modifier. Oh, so I'd have enough at level 7? Yeah. Once you start hitting higher levels, you can get enough Fervor that you can expend them for other uses. Because you don't need a lot of spells on why yourself. can't i buff myself you're just not you don't have enough fervor you need to be more fervorous Mer- fervorous you need to be more you have to have more fervor for your god why are you why aren't you excited enough about your god <laughs> i know why it's because you're too busy vaping every day in the basement just sitting there vaping i spend a little more time with your god huh call yourself a war priest I, i'm not excited about because there's no class abilities between level seven and level 20 I'm done. Well, bro, everything is buffing. You getting your sacred armors going up. You're getting your fervors going up. You getting your sacred weapon damages going up. You're getting more fervor. Um, when I said fervor, I meant like the you know, two d six, forty six, five d six, sixty six. You're getting bonus feats. I like this. This is what I like about the fighter. That when I level up, I'm getting stuff that I don't have to worry about. You pick feats. Which is awesome, and I want to pick feats. And then I don't have to pick a bunch of other class things. Sometimes I just don't feel like it. If I do, I'll pick another class that every time you level up, you got to do something. But sometimes it's good to have other classes that kind of just go on autopilot for a while. Well, keep in mind, this isn't technically autopilot. You're getting uh, higher enhancement bonuses on your sacred weapon and your sacred armor. So those are new options you have to consider every time that goes up. You now have new... You know, now you can put on holy. Now you can put on dancing weapons. I have to keep track of my rounds per level. I have to keep track of my minutes per level of my armor. I got to keep track of my blessings. It looks easy, but this is actually a lot of bookwork to play this class. And you're a caster. Yep. So you're getting more spells and higher level spells as you level up. So let's do it. Let's jump to 20. Our capstone ability. What makes me the best war priest around? You get... We'll a double vape. It's it's connected. You put it together. It's kind of like you ever seen Cruella DeVille and she has that little like cigarette extender thing. It's kind of like a giant filter. You get that for, for your vape. Your vape pen. The ability is called Aspect of War. Once per day as a swift war. action. Aspect of War never changes. <laughs> Another swift action. Hooray. Once per day as a swift action, a war priest can treat 
their level as their base attack bonus. So basically, you get full BAB for real. You get DR10 slash, meaning you take 10 less damage from everything. Nothing overcomes that. And you can move at your full speed regardless of the armor you're wearing or your encumbrance. In addition, the blessings you call upon don't count against your daily limit during this time. This lasts for one minute. Uh, I'd like this if it lasted for longer than one minute. It's only ten rounds of combat. So for saying you're saying for me for one combat, and if it's a boss combat for half the combat, you can finally. Well, what bosses are you fighting that take twenty plus rounds? Uh, any dragon ever? You killed a dragon in ten rounds. I killed. We killed a dragon in literally one round. When I was playing my war priest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, fi- congratulations for finding the exception that proves the rule that dragons are not easy to kill. It's. It depends if it's too high of a level. Well, dragon. You obviously don't run as entertaining boss fights as I do. I'm just saying. <laughs> when my party fought Mister Freeze, it took a lot of rounds. So this is. I don't know how I feel about this. Um, the really interesting part to me actually is that you can move at your spo- full speed regardless of the armor or your encumbrance. So your encumbrance what? is things you pick up. So you could literally pick up anything and move at full speed. But you have to be able to pick it up. You can't pick up a house if you can't pick up a house. It's just saying... Whatever. Why not? Because it's not saying that your muscles get so strong you can pick things up. It's that you're not going to move at slow speed... If you have heavy things on you. Well, I mean, the house is pinned down, but that's because it goes into your encumbrance and it would eventually break it. You have your upward limit of stuff you can carry to heavy encumbrance, whatever it might be called, is actually insanely large in Pathfinder. Especially when you're a class like Warpriest, who is going to have an insanely high strength at this at level. This point, I have... No, you're as strong as a dragon. Remember, you have 28, 30, 32 strength at level 20. You are stronger than a dragon. You can indeed, with heavy encumbrance, pick up a house in all likelihood, and move at full speed with that house. Houses. Come yeah, on, bro. exactly. I'll bench press houses. That That's one of the lame, most interesting lame, things to me. Lame, big, big whoop. Oh, I can move fast. I have gotten like nine items and nine spells that let me move fast with my armor. Yeah, you can cast speed buffs on yourself and then move at even faster full speed carrying a house. For one minute. Get out of here. Get out of here, what? I'd rather spend my swift action on other things. The best thing here is the base attack bonus. It's a little, it's too little, too late, War Priest, level 20. What are you talking about? You hear what I'm too talking little, about. Too little, too late. DR10. Too little. Oh, great. Maybe I can put off 10 points from the 9 million points of damage you just got. When you take 6 attacks, that's 60 more health. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean, too little, too late? The War Priest has gotten so much up until now, they're calm. You're really underestimating how powerful these are in combat. I'm telling you, as someone who played one, your, your weapon is enhanced. You put a plus five bonus on your weapon at this level. That means it overcomes I'm cool all it. DR. Your weapon doesn't have anything to do with your level 20. But this level 20, there's nothing here talking about your weapon. This is in addition to everything, though. Right. I'm cool with all the other stuff. This level 20 capstone thing is crap. Here, wait, shh, you hear that? D- nothing shh, else gets shh, DR 10 slash. Shh, you hear that? That's so much. Oh, you hear that? That's the sound of Caleb not caring. It's stupid. It's dumb. I don't like it. Level 20. This is something I should get at level 15, 10 maybe. Get out of here. Get out of here. And your, blessing, your blessings don't count against your daily limit. Do you know what you can do with that? What? You can. There's blessings that allow you to summon, monster, whatever your level is. 
You can literally summon, summon, summon as a swift action, because there's feats that let you do as a swift action every round for a minute. Summon, 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 summon. Doesn't count against your limit. Summon, summon, summon. I'm going to keep doing it. Summon, summon, summon. I got well, 10 at rounds. Level of this. 20, do you know how many other things I want to do in my swift action? Uh, yeah. A few things that you've probably already done by now. So I don't need. Uh, yeah, oh, for 10 or rounds. Or as your standard by action, your blessing. round, maybe I'll do it. You're, you're looking at this without looking at the context of what you can do with the blessings without expending their actions. Lame. You're disagreeing with something you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> from from the best that I just learned. Lame. How is that? It does. That's like saying, "What? What if your cleric domains didn't use up?" Cool. Fine. It's, it's like literally you had infinite. It's okay. You had infinite. It's okay. Power. Maybe if I didn't have five other million things to do in my swift action. It's okay. It's not. It's for a full I'm not minute. Excited. I'm not jumping up and down, going down the streets of Atlantic City saying, attention, come one, come all. The level 20 capsule from Warpriest is amazing. You no, don't have to be, I'm but you're saying it's not that good. I'm barely writing a letter to my senator about you're it. You're saying it's not that good. And it's not, not even a strongly good. worded letter. It's just like, eh, take a look at this if you have the chance. I know you're busy. Don't bother. Okay, too wait, busy. I'm going to go cast Ant Hall on myself, a level one spell. I'm going to activate this. I'm going to literally... Pick up an entire small village and run it across, I don't know, the ocean because I have air walk on myself. And I'm just going to walk on the air with this small village in my hands because for a minute and just bring it across the river to save them from, I don't know, a flood that's coming down from the mountain. You just gave the most niche specific. No, it's weird not niche. Thing. You are a. You're How many times did you do what, that? That's what I'm saying, though. You're not looking at this in the full context. You are a soul. Oh, time to move that village again. You are a full spellcaster who is removing limitations. Yeah, let's from move yourself. this village one mile away from the dragon. Oh wait, the dragon's back. You're removing limitations from yourself. How do I? How do I lift a up a village? You cast ant hall on no, yourself. No, no, I don't get how I'm picking up. All of the buildings at once. Ask the people who wrote the Pathfinder rule. <laughs> That's how every encumbrance works. Do I carve out comes. the stone around it and pick it up as like one? Sure, yeah. What, what is this, Age of Ultron? Art, you cast... Am I going to drop it down to make a cataclysmic event? You cast one of your level six spells that do dumb stuff like that. Why are we yelling? <laughs> you, why are you yelling? <laughs> you cast one of your level six spells that allow you to do dumb things. You are a full spellcaster. You will... Your level up to level six spellcaster, you can do stupid stuff like that. Heck, you could have caused yeah, the stupid you, stuff. You could stupid. have caused the issue in the first place because you could just redirect rivers by casting a spell. <laughs> stupid. It's not stupid. You're wrong. You're very wrong on this. I feel <laughs> lame. You're looking at this. You're looking at this in a vacuum. You're not looking at this in context with the rest of the class. No, I wanted to be able to say, "Hey, you really kick butt in combat now." Not you do. Now you can move a village if you want. You can. Dr. Ten slash nothing overcomes that. Like, that is incredibly powerful. You're going to have your sacred armor active every combat, meaning that you're going to have a free plus five bonus to your armor. Very few things are going to be hitting you in your heavy armor that you move in full speed at, and when they do hit you... Except for the million things that hit touch AC. They're going to do ten less damage. Lame. Lame. What do you guys think? What what else gets DR 10 slash? Uh, Barbarians. I don't know if it... What's the resistance over... Uh, I don't know the exact number. Now I don't think anything else gets 10 slash. That's the highest DR. No, I mean, I like, does anything overcome a Barbarian's DR? No. A Barbarian's absolutely can get high. I remember I made a one. You can uh, you can pick 
the rage things that can increase your your dr. Okay, so you have to put cla- you have to put clash choices into that and expend resources. Here, I'm putting an entire capstone ability into it to have it for a minute. You're not. It's not something you have to pick of or something else, though. It's something you get for free for one minute. Yeah, it's my. Cla- it's my. Def- it's no, no, heck no, no. I refuse. No. Write in and tell us what you think at uh, tblazernetwork at gmail.com. And let us know who you agree with, the correct person or Christian. Let's talk about uh, is – can I do a good one or two or three-level dip in this guy? Would this be recommended? I don't think so. Everything scales off your level. Um, you're treating as full BAB when you get your bonus feats. The fervor is probably one of the most important abilities, and that goes up with level. Your sacred weapon and sacred armor are other important abilities. I don't. I just don't see what you would mix this with. This is already a mixture class. You're already a divine person and kind of like a fighter. It's. I don't see what to mix it with that would be good that either the fighter or the cleric multiclass wouldn't already help with. I think you're right. And like a lot of the classes in the advanced class guide... This is a good one to start at level one with, and you get good stuff at level one, two, and three, and four. It's a uh, it's a good class to do an early campaign with, in my opinion. Unlike other classes, which you wait till level seven to get anything cool. <laughs> yeah, this you get all your cool stuff before level seven. <laughs> That's right. You already got your fervor and your spells and such. Really, level level two is where, or maybe level three, but yeah, level two pretty much is where you are cool and good to go. And that's when you get your fervor. You still only have level one spells, but even the level one spell slot, you got divine favor. You got shield of faith. I mean, you can't pick up a village, so it's useless, right? You, you got sanctuary stuff you can cast on yourself as a swift action. The it's very versatile with what you can pick. Swift action sanctuary. Suddenly, people have to start making will saves to attack you, and you didn't even use up your mover standard action to do that. Attack someone, hit them, and then after that, swift action sanctuary. They can't retaliate without making a will save. There are far too many blessings to go over, but look through. There's a lot of blessings. There's a lot of customizable potential here. There's three, pa- four pages of blessings. Five. Oh my gosh, there's six pages of blessings. They have most. They have basically all of the major domains as blessings, which makes me wonder why they went through making blessings. I don't. That's something I don't understand. Because they're basically domains, just with slight variations. But I don't know. There's probably a reason, I want to say. But I don't know what off the top of my head. I want to mention another uh, class as an interesting uh, favorite class uh, bonus. I'm sorry, race as another favorite class bonus. And that is the dwarf. They get to add one-third to the number of times per day the war police can use blessings. Um, But he can only use these additional uses on blessings that affect weapons or armor. So every three levels, getting a new one. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, so what do you think about the War Priest? Uh, like I said, I played one. I just finished one in the campaign. I think it's an incredibly powerful class. You're Like I said, you're going to be ramping up over the course of a fight. To turn one of a fight, you're probably going to be swift actioning to cast a spell on yourself and then approaching someone in combat. Turn two, you're going to Sacred Weapon. Turn three, you're going to Blessing if they're still alive. As the fight goes on, you get stronger and stronger and stronger until you're this unstoppable force with all of your abilities active at once. And the amount of options available to you, like I said, it's really versatile. I would keep stuff like 
resist energy as a spell prepared. That way, if a certain color dragon popped out of the woodworks, I can cast a swift action, see what color they are. A blue dragon, swift action, resist energy, electric. Suddenly he can't really hurt me with his breath weapon. Yeah, I like him. I think I'm actually going to run one eventually because, like I told you, I really like the fighter. I like the cleric as an idea, but I never really got into the the whole idea of really being almost all spell only. I always wanted to have that fighter part of it. So now that I can have, Papa, can I have, can I have your sword, Papa? <laughs> yes, here you go, son. Uh, now that I can have that, I, I think it's interesting. And they're interesting, unique enough, and like I said, streamlined enough that I like it. And as I said from the start before I even knew anything about this class, the action economy is cool. There's good decisions, but it's not just like, do I choose to attack or to buff? It's do I choose to buff this or that? Exactly. You're still doing your normal turns. You're moving around the battlefield. You're attacking as you would expect to. And then you have that extra decision to make every turn. Okay, what am I buffing? Right. I also like that I could still choose if I need spontaneous healing. Or spontaneous casting if I need to heal real quick. Or, I guess, harm. I can have that. I'm glad that carried through from Papa. A really important rule to keep in mind of when you're playing a class like War Priest and Magus is that the enhancement bonus of your weapon, if it's high enough, it starts overcoming most forms of DR. A plus one weapon overcomes DR magic. A plus three weapon I, oh overcomes gosh. DR... I, I knew forget that, what. but I forgot that. I'm so glad you reminded me. A level a plus four weapon I think overcomes DR good and evil, and a plus five weapon overcomes DR adamantine. I probably have those mixed up. What are those rules? I need to look those up. I forget. They're hard that. to find. I had I had to look them up every time I play War Priest, but that's really important. So if you get like a plus two or plus three weapon with a War Priest, you're basically guaranteed to overcome almost all kinds of DR just by activating Sacred Weapon on it. And you didn't have to and, spend money. And, and the DR you wouldn't get through, like good and evil. You're a cleric. And if you're good, you'll get through it. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's our advanced class guide, our, our whole series on it. There's still a little bit left in the book, archetypes for classes that already exist. And when we way later eventually go over those classes and those archetypes, we'll come back to this book and talk about the archetypes available from this book. But until then, we, we're going to put this away and we're going to move on to the next thing. What's that going to be? A cult? I'm not I like sure. some of the cult classes. Cult classes are interesting. We'll, we'll see what... We have Unchained to pick from as well. Right, yeah. We're definitely going to do... Uh, you know, there's, a, there's a, a host of topics for us to choose from, books to review and go over. Uh, but right now we're on our 300 series. We're going to focus on that for a little 200? bit. 200? You're right. 200 <laughs> series. Uh, look, I'm already ahead of myself. 200 <laughs> series. We're going to focus on that a bit. And then probably after that, get back to some of the, the books. 300 series where we teach you how to play the game in a meta fashion (laughs) as if you're a third party observer from the sky (laughs) well class we successfully didn't reference Gary Busey or a pig kicking anti-paladin on our last ACG which has generated so many running jokes for us Uh, I don't know how I feel about that but alas it has happened during the extra credit for War Priest, we are going to be looking at all the archetypes for War Priest, and we're going to be going over an example build of mine and Caleb's. I'll be going over the build that I played through a dungeon crawly campaign, so if you're interested in that, stick around. Until then, class is dismissed. Pathfinder Academy is part of the Trailblazer Network. Visit our site for other great Pathfinder podcasts. I've been Nicholas Laborde. Thanks for listening.
Why do I roleplay? Because my mom won't let me have sweets. Would you like some opium? We have tons of opium. The finest opium pipes in town. Hmm. Oh, no. oh, hold on! We do not do opium! No, he would not like any opium. But do you have more ice cream? <laughs> Here is softly speaking Sanskrit. We know why we roleplay. Why do you roleplay? Softlyspeakingsanskrit.com